I always tell people there's three types of people. The people that don't have really enough assets or income to worry about it. They don't really need long-term care. There's people that are super, super wealthy that can self-insure. What's interesting about those people is a lot of times they do get some kind of long-term care insurance because they understand the power of leverage. And then there's most people in the middle. They have enough assets that they want to protect, but not enough where they can just fork out six or $7,000 a month for additional long-term care expenses. It's time for the Money Night Podcast with certified financial planner, Wade Chessman. Welcome into the Money Night Podcast. I am Ben George alongside Wade Chessman. We're talking finance, investment, uh, retirement planning, a little bit of everything today. We're talking about sabotaging your own retirement. It's a topic we got to talk about. You don't want to make these mistakes in retirement and sabotage everything you've worked on. And we're going to run through a list of items with Wade today. But before we do that, let's welcome you on, Wade, and find out what's new with you. Hey, Ben. How's it going, man? I'm good. What's new with me? Well, this isn't new, but you know, one thing I've been working on probably the last six or seven months is building a guitar from scratch. If you can okay. imagine that. There's a whole world out there, the world of lutherarying. I think I'm saying that right. I've never heard of it. One that. of my buddies is a uh, guitar aficionado, and he said, hey, do you want to build a guitar? And I was like, sure. Acoustic so guitar, I'm imagining, right? Yeah, it's an acoustic guitar. He's got all the schematics and everything, and we just get in there and work on it a little bit at a time. We're getting close to the end. I'd say we're probably 80% of the way there. It's been a fascinating journey and just amazing to be just take something from scratch and get it to where it is. It's kind of like a lot like planning, right? It takes a yeah. lot of work. takes a lot of uh, – got to have a plan. You can't just wing it. No, you start with nothing, and you got to put in that time and effort. And uh, the more diligent you are, the better off you'll be. What kind of finish are you going to put on it? A lighter finish, a darker finish? What are you thinking? No, it'll be lighter. We did it out of a wood called Monkey Pod. Okay. You know, you don't realize there's a, just, like I said, a whole world out there, and there's a million websites, and there's all there. And it's kind of overwhelming. So uh, it's <laughs> going to look awesome, though. I, maybe I'll I'll shoot a picture of it out there on the website when it's all done. Yeah, shoot a picture up, and we'll add it to the the uh, the blog when we put it up as well on your website or whatever you want to do with it. Got to share your work, though. Got to show yeah, it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you planning Looking on playing it when you get done? Oh, of course. Yeah, you got to use it, put it to use. Yep. Good deal. Well, that's awesome. Well, good luck. We can't wait to see the Thanks. finished product, and uh, hopefully you'll have it uh, before the end of the year, maybe. What do you think? Well, maybe not. Not, not that optimistic. Let's not be too over optimistic. Okay. okay, fair enough. All right. As I mentioned today, <laughs> we got uh, a big topic on sabotaging your own retirement. Stay tuned to the end, too. We're going to answer a mailbag question. I think you'll want to hear that as well. But our main topic today, as I mentioned, you know, with all the things in the financial world that you can't control, and there's a lot of them, you know, why would you sabotage your own retirement by messing up the things you can control? So we're going to discuss some of the ways that people sabotage their own financial health, things that see that Wade sees on a, you know, a pretty uh, frequent basis. And before we get started, though, let me remind you about, about Wade and his team over at Chessman Wealth Strategies. You can find them on Rambler Road. That's where their office is. They serve clients in Dallas, but also they serve clients nationwide. So if you're listening to this, no matter if you're in Texas or not, you know, feel free to reach out to Wade. 214-572-2120, or you can find them online, a lot of resources online on their website at chessmanwealth.com, including this podcast. Every episode goes up there as well, and eventually the picture of the guitar, hopefully. So yeah. let's get into this topic, Wade, and let me, right. I'm just going to throw out these different ways and let you kind of explain them to me and kind of what you see. So the first one 
is obsessing about those short-term ups and downs in the market. This can really be a bad thing for you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, really what we need to do is look long-term, and what we should be concerned about are those uh, times in the market that it eats away a lot of your capital, and that typically doesn't happen in a short-term. So we tend to worry about the short-term but not look at the long-term. So definitely taking a long-term perspective, understanding the risk level that your current portfolio is at, and then making sure that's in line with your goals and objectives and your tolerance. Because what people tend to do is make mistakes in that they overreact to something in the short run that blows up their plan long term. That makes sense. Uh, we talk about it a lot in Social Security. You know, once we get into retirement or once you're approaching retirement age, you know, you start really looking at Social Security very closely. And, you know, everybody's situation is different, but, you know, you really only have that one opportunity to lock in your your date and your age. And one thing that people do wrong is they choose that wrong time and they start a little too early, potentially, maybe a little too late. But bottom line is they don't start at the right time. It ends up hurting them. Right. One of the things we do in our planning process is we help you optimize, you know, when is the best time to take Social Security. I mean, it's not a perfect science, but you can definitely look at the numbers and look at the lifetime value of of your Social Security benefit and get a better sense of when you should take it. And when I say lifetime, typically it's two lifetimes, you and your spouse. And so you have to take into account not only what you're going to get, but what they're going to get. And if you're not around, what's the survivor going to get? There's a lot of factors that play into it. What I find most of the time, not always, but most of the time, I find that they're better off waiting until a later age at 70. Certainly not. I haven't found too many situations where it makes sense to take it uh, before full retirement age. And then, of course, you've got situations like divorce and widow where there's opportunities to take advantage of Social Security that people aren't even aware of. I mean, a lot of people, we talked about this before, for example, someone who's gone through divorce may not realize that they could receive Social Security benefits on their ex-spouse. So there's a lot of intricacies with Social Security, but taking it too early or not taking it at the right time can definitely uh, derail your plan. Is that something that you work with clients a lot on, Social Security, and and walking them through that process and figuring out what time is best for them? For sure. You know, Social Security, we sometimes say, oh, it's no big deal, but it really is still an important, for a lot of people, for I'd say for most people, it's still a really important benefit. You know, it's guaranteed income, has a lot of other benefits, but yes, it's an important part, and we we definitely want to make sure that we're optimizing our benefit. Okay, very well. Make sure you, you know, you lean on a professional to help you with that because I'm sure the Social Security Administration will help you with your benefits, but you'll probably get a little bit more help and and uh, and tailor it a little bit more specifically to your situation if you work with an advisor. I would imagine. Yeah, the Social Security Benef- Department is not as you know, it's not horrible, but they're not going to help you optimize your benefit. What they're going to do is help you apply, but they're not going to tell you to wait or you should do this strategy. I mean, I had one. A client a long time ago whose husband had died, uh, they'd gotten divorced a long time ago, and she, for years, she was not getting the benefit she was due to her because she hadn't applied properly, and Social Security wasn't going to point it out. So <laughs> it's not their job, really. Right. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. So that's a big uh, part of your plan, and you know, work with an advisor to get that thing sorted out for you, so you don't miss out on that money. Don't leave that money on the table. That's that right. You could have uh, the next way that people sabotage their retirement. This, this, this happens a lot. You know, we pretend like 
nursing home care is not going to affect us. We're not going to need that nursing home stay. Or we just think it's so far out in the future that we don't need to think about it right now and we put it off for too long. Right. We get that a lot. I mean, you always tell people there's three types of people. The people that don't have really enough assets or income to worry about it. They don't really need long-term care. There's people that are super, super wealthy that can self-insure. What's interesting about those people is a lot of times they do get some kind of long-term care insurance because they understand the power of leverage. And then there's most people in the middle. They have enough assets that they want to protect, but not enough where they can just fork out six or $7,000 a month for additional long-term care expenses. So certainly something that we think is important to look at and consider, typically consider it a little sooner then um, you might think you want to get it because you want to get it while you're still able to from a health standpoint. Something I just did for my wife not too long ago is just took care of it now so that we don't have to worry about it in the future. That makes sense. You know, we talk about nursing home care a lot and and I kind of get this sense, but this is something that everybody needs to plan for, right? I mean, it might not affect you. And if it doesn't, then you just have a little extra money you know, set aside. But this is something everybody should consider and, and make a part of their plan, right? Right. And it's not so much nursing home care. I mean, that's what everyone talks about. But, you know, think about the people you know that went to a nursing home. They didn't just one day wake up and go into a nursing home typically. It's typically some kind of extended long-term process where they might need, have needed long-term care at home. And most of the long-term care policies and things that you get cover more than just going into a facility. They're much more comprehensive than that. So, you know, yeah, you may not end up in a nursing home or you may only be there for a short time, but you got to think about all the time before. So gotcha. just something to, to consider. And there are ways to do it. There are new types of policies and options where if you don't ever use – don't ever use the benefit, which is what we don't want to do, right? It's kind of like our homeowner's insurance. If our right. house, we don't want our house to burn down, but if it happens, it's nice to have it. There are policies and options available to you that if you don't use the benefit, somebody will get some kind of economic benefit through a death benefit or something like that. So there's a lot of options that weren't available 10 years ago. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, the next one is, you know, we get into our job, we're, we're, we're settled in pretty comfortably and we feel pretty confident that we're going to be in this position long-term, right? This is a job that we love, but you know, down the road, as you get closer to retirement, this might be a position you don't like as much and you might not be as comfortable in. So don't just assume because you like your job now that you're always going to like it. Right. Or don't assume that just because you like your job, you'll be able to continue to do it. Yeah, that's true. You know, health can change. You know, my dad was an executive at a bank doing well. Next thing I know, he's disabled and can't work anymore. Um, You know, there's companies go down. There's all kinds of things that can happen. So if your plan is I'm just going to continue to work the rest of my life, you know, that's an idea, but I don't think that has – necessarily a way to plan that I'll just keep working forever. You have to plan for the future. Um, I'm not sure that I am a big fan of the traditional retirement that we always talk about, mm-hmm. um, that you just, you know, hang it up and go play golf. We, The idea, though, is to be in a situation where you have the flexibility to do different things, maybe a different job, or maybe something happens where you can't work anymore. So you're just getting in a spot where you become more financially independent and less reliant on that day-to-day paycheck because you just don't know what can happen. Right. You just never know. All right. The last one I want to talk about, and I guess you probably see this one a lot, but 
you know, as people are planning for retirement, you kind of, you know, you start thinking about how much you're going to need month to month. But quite often we, we underestimate and we don't really plan for the exact amount they're going to need to spend to keep up that lifestyle that we want to enjoy. I see it a lot. People just kind of coast along and they think, you know, I think I'm in good shape I, or maybe I don't, maybe I'm, I'm not. They just don't know. And so that's the power of planning is to put all this on paper and get a better sense of, are, am I on the right track? What adjustments do, do we need to make, if any? It, instead of planning just by hope and a wish that you can actually put some things down and get a better sense of where you are on that re- continuum. So we always recommend let's put it all down, look at all the different resources and things you have available, and decide, okay, this makes more sense, this doesn't, these are some of the things we need to adapt it's a much better process than just kind of winging it, if you will, and just kind of hoping that things will work out. Hope, hope is not a strategy. So we say, let's really look at all the different aspects and get a better sense of, are you on the right path? And if not, let's get you on the path. Got to be on that path. Got to be on the right path. And the, and the good thing is, all these things we've talked about are things that you can control, right? I mean, there's a lot that you can't control in life, right? Especially when it comes to finances. But these are all items you can control. So work with Wade, work with this team at Chessman Wealth Strategies. Figure out the plan that works for you. Make sure you don't overlook these items and get to retirement. And all of a sudden, you know, you sabotage all your, you know, your portfolio. And now you're, you're, you're having to work again or whatever it is to make up that ground that you lost. It doesn't have to be that way if you set a plan in place. So, you know, visit chessmanwealth.com. A lot of resources there anyway, but you can also set an appointment Go in, meet with uh, with Wade himself or his team, and and get this stuff sorted out. This is all things that you can control, so do it, please. Make sure you do it. All right, let's take uh, a few minutes here and answer a mailbag question. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. All right, so we got mailbag questions coming in from listeners uh, quite a bit. If you have one, you can send it over to Wade and his team, chessmanwealth.com. Call Wade, 214-572-2120. He'll bring those questions onto the show, the ones that, that he thinks are really interesting that would really provide value to everyone, and we'll ask him here. So we have a question from Andy. Wade, he asks, I'm selling one of my rental properties in the next month or two, and I don't have plans to buy another one. So what's the best thing to do with the money from that sale? Well, obviously, it depends on your situation. Again, the power of planning and making sure that you take into context for your other assets, the goals and objectives you've outlined, things like that. So I would say when we do, when we help someone with a financial plan, it's only good really the day we do it, right? We have to go back and constantly revisit it, update it as things change. Uh, one idea that has worked out for people in the past, if you know, if you have a, a rental property that perhaps you depreciated over a long period of time, now it has a low cost basis, and if you sell it, you're going to pay a big capital gain. You might look at doing a 1031 exchange into another like property. That's an option to consider, but I would say don't look at it that decision in a vacuum. Look at it as part of the bigger picture. How does it fit in with your overall plan? And then you can make a better educated decision about it. Makes sense. Thanks, Andy, for that question. I hope that gives you a little bit of uh, a little bit more information that you were looking for. Uh, good luck with those sales, though. And that's a great thing to have that extra money to invest. So sure, that's uh, a good position to be. Good in. problem. Yeah, no question. 
All right, Wade, let's wrap it up then. Let's uh, let's call it a show. I thought we have a lot of good information today, sabotaging your own retirement. Hopefully, everybody heeds the warnings and make sure they do not make these same mistakes because it can hurt you, and uh, you don't want to put yourself in that position if you can help it. Retirement planning is all about being prepared, and these things can help you be prepared. So thanks, Wade, for your time. Hey, good luck with the guitar too, by the way. Thanks. Looking yeah. forward to seeing a picture of that when you get finished up. That'll do it for us here on the Money Night Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or whichever podcasting app you choose to use. You can find this one everywhere. You can also find every single episode online at chessmanwealth.com. So for Wade Chessman, I'm Ben George. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Investment advisory services offered through CWMLLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Carson Partners, a division of CWMLLC, is a nationwide partnership of advisors. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.